cut themselves as a sign of mourning, which is also separate to Sederaisa. And again, the end of the Pasuk Seibis Kakala, Sitnu Bachem Ani Hashem. So let's take a look at Rashi. Uh, we're going to see. There's a lot to say on that. No word will be left out, hopefully. So uh, it's good to ask the question. That way it gets everybody focused on what's coming. Take a look at Rashi. Seibis Kaka. Ksav. See Rashi, the Gemaskal Seibis Kaka. Ksav. This is Rashi and Chumish, which often reflects the sugya, but sometimes goes with a different sheet depending on what's the Pashup shot. What's noteworthy already is Rashi says that there's some ink involved, something indelible, it's going to stay, and much of the reason it's going to stay is because it's going deep beneath the skin. And there are two ways to learn this, Ksavis and Kaka, which one is the cut that you're drilling in, crevice, canal, whatever you want to call it, where you're going to drop the ink in, and which one is the ink. Let's just take, take a position so we can explain it, and when we get to the Machlekes, we'll go through the other possibility, that Ksavis is the writing, and Kaka is the engraving the digging, which is what Rashi is going to say over here. And Rashi says, the ksav is ena nimchak li'elam. If I would ask you, how long is li'elam? That's like asking you, how large is Google and Googleplex? I don't know the answer to that question. You haven't caught up in the shir you missed yet. But forever is a long time. Is that a requirement for this is or is it? How about if I have something that's pretty permanent, but not forever? How about for a day, seven days, I picked this because in Hilcha Shabbos, 24 hours is a benchmark, seven days is a benchmark for temporary versus permanent, Arai versus Keva. Both of those won't exist in the Sugyas, I will show you. And then there's years, and then there's forever. So right now, Rashi says forever, and I will show you as I go along, many Rishayim, use the word forever. And that word seems to be dafka. It could mean a long, long time. But li'olam means forever if you could have used the word zman maruba. And zman maruba would also be not clear. Zman maruba no Shabbos, as I mentioned, could be more than seven days. So let's take the Pashem shot. Li'olam here means forever. Had to stay there so long, so Rashi says, Shemekakao, b'machat, you take a needle, a knife, whatever weapon of choice you pick, and you're digging into the skin. Again, I, I spoke last night, why would anybody want to do this? And you're making a flipping decision that's going to last you the rest of your life. Why would anybody want to do this? It hurts. So I guess many people do it, say, got to be a man. Now what if your lady is getting a tattoo? Kasha Namaisa. We don't have to over-explain why this might make sense, because it's... It doesn't, if the terror asses it, then the terror holds it's an important thing to do. And it's chaval as well. That we explained last night. You could tie in it's not chaval if I'm enjoying it, not painting myself and like pierced ears. So we're not going to harp on that. Rashi says again, and it colors the area forever. What's the word kaka? So Rashi says, Lashon Vukasam, which means you hang them. The way they used to hang people 
Before you hang somebody, you got to have something to hang them on. So you used to take a stick and dig it into the ground, stick it into the ground, dig a little hole, put it in, and then either have it going like this or some other shapes, which we won't discuss because that'll get us into Hukusayim and worse. But all sorts of interesting, but they all had something driven into the ground and um, then they would hang the guy. So Rashi says the Lashon of the Pasuk here, Hukusayim Rashi describes Teichven aids Baritz for telling us I'm a lamb, Nimsa Machukin Vitachuvin Bekarka, and it's something that you wedge into the ground. And here, the Nimshal is you're cutting something, making a crevice, a hole, a gap in the skin, and you're dropping the ink in. Now, the next million dollar question all these are going to be Machlech Yashainim, and we're going to have to examine them because there's not only a Shaila had a decipher and dissect the what the Yisadaraisa is, it's how to apply it to things where people are trying to put on cosmetics and the like and not trying to tattoo per se, but it is a tattoo. And that's why we have to define all these things, which we will in the coming weeks and months. And the next question, of course, is when you, I described it as digging a crevice, taking a needle, a knife, and cutting in and then dropping ink is that the order, or do you have to put the ink on and then cut, and the ink will drop in, or do we not care either way? And that will be, there'll be the Yukim from various issues. I'm just throwing out all the questions as we do at the beginning of the year, and usually by the end we answer them. So Rashi talks about the word kaka, which is the crevice, and the ksevis, which is the ink, and Rashi describes the process what would you say over here? What's the end of Rashi? What, what would your dig be? He's, he's comparing it to a piece of wood that's wedged into the ground. That's just the wedging part. Uh, so that's to explain the word kaka. But Rashi doesn't go out of his way to tell you the order, but Rashi's touching the words. Ksavis kaka. How would you translate that? A ksav that is embedded and engraved. So do we have a dig either way? Not really. You could say the end product is it's ink that's now beneath the surface and doesn't necessarily tell us, did you put the ink in first or did you... Why is it not result-oriented? So many achreinim, like the Bach and the Shach, hold it is. And they say that we don't really care. And what's interesting is today, the process is kimat bevasachas. It's not really bevasachas, but the machine is so quick that it looks like it's about size. It can't be. Obviously, the machine is taking a computer-driven, I assume. I never saw one, but that's what I described. And it's going in, and it's injecting the ink as it makes the puncture. So it's got to make the puncture. you got to get through the skin first, but it has ink somewhere there. I don't know if it's on the tip or the ink is coming up afterwards. That you can research. That will make an afghamina, because if it's on the tip, it's sort of as you hit the skin, you're putting on the thing, and you're pasting the skin at the same time. That's, that's almost or is it the machine that it pierces it and then it quickly brings up the ink like the venom of a snake I don't know you'd have to really look into the process which I didn't because it doesn't make too much of an apkamina they don't really discuss with basachas that's a modern application they're discussing does it have to be the ksavis first or the kaka first or it doesn't make a difference and if it's dafkan order what would basachas be uh, discussion when the shem hashem uh, by ksavis has to be 
Kisidron. So does that mean it can't be out of order? Or it has to be Kisidron, Nafkamina Bibasachas, and desktop publishing, that's a big Nafkamina today, similar Shaila. If, if it goes to the printer and the printer is throwing everything at once, it's not out of order, but it's not in order. Do you need a sequence, or can it not just be out of order? So Shaila and Steve were stomped today, yeah? You wouldn't be doing it today. A natural thing is most safe from right in order. But there was a discussion, if you remember, we had a shirin about five years ago when they wanted to discuss uh, silk screening. It was suggested by Heisek, and he wanted to suggest that it would drive down the cost of sefetera and zuzas drastically, which it would, but most basically held that it was puzzle. So part of the general shayla, which was more severe than this shayla, was if the silk screening does it in one shot, even though it's still screening, you're putting the, the letters are carved out and you're throwing ink on it. So it's all being written at once. So it's not out of order, but it's not in sequence either. Unless you have the machine go and throw the ink as you go along, but it's not necessarily the way it works. That was one of the things discussed then. So we'll save that for later. Somebody maybe can, uh, Michael, I'll give you some homework for tonight. Maybe you can just find out from the uh, nearest company uh, are they uh, what, what that needle is doing at top speed? It's it's lightning fast, especially in milliseconds. No, because the other machine we wanted last week was like three thousand dollars, and I think this is going to even be more. Okay. So, um, and we have nothing to do with it afterwards. So, um, well, if we find out it's mutter, then we uh, no, it's zechen not going to be mutter. The zechen, <laughs> whatever we discuss in terms, I'm glad you mentioned more, that. More, more no, 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 no. So I, I, I'm. <laughs> I, <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, Vice Chair. You could use it. Yeah, right, right, right. I just gave you one. So, no, the, the, whatever I'm describing, this order, that order, it's at least going to be else to be done. The Shaila is what the issue of the race is. So, we'll get, we'll get back to that in Mitzvah Shem. Let's go to the next copy. Actually, before you do that, look at the Baal term for a moment. This is a one fascinating Baal term because when you see the Gemara afterwards, you're going to see that this is a Chiddush, and we're not. Quite sure what to make of it. Baal term is Kedaka Bekedish always has interesting gematrias. So Baal term right below, Chavches. Kaka Begamachia Shame. That's great. Kagamachia Shame. Which shame? Speaking of shame is. So shame can either mean shame Hashem or Lahavdil Othodal Shame of Adazar. So Tor explains, Baal term explains, Shekesev Shame Hatuma. Meaning shame of Avodah like some of the ones we mentioned last night. Uh, you know how to walk in exactly at the same time. You're, you're, it's like you're waiting by the door. Kadisa Maseches Makas. It says the brackets as it says in Makas, which we're going to see in just a moment on Daf Chafal from Alf, which is where the sugi is. And the only issue seems to be that as you're about to see, if you take out the next copy you have, there's a Machlekes Tanaim in the Mishnah. Whether any old tattoo will work, whatever your message you want to write in Hebrew, English, Chinese, or do you have to write the shame of an Avodazar? And Rav Shimon holds, we'll see it in a moment, you have to write the shame of Avodazar to be Evidisa Deresa, and Rav Bonin holds you don't, which means about terms seems to be Pasnik of Shimon, and he's not the only one that might be suggesting this. Why should we Pasnik of Shimon over here? Um, these are, again, the coming attractions over the next few weeks, but I didn't show you inside yet who Rav Shimon and who the Rabbanon is, so we'll see that right now. Yes? Not to jump the gun too much, it's just the of shame. 
Yes, so shame could, could mean, mean shame, shame Hashem, Hashem, but there is no Zahavnamina that somebody holds like that, but there's no Maskana, there's no Gemara anywhere that Maskana, anybody holds, you have to write Shem Hashem. There's Rabshem and Shita, which we're about to see, that holds, you have to write the shame of Avodah and then there's Rabbanon who hold none of the above, which means the Baal term seems to be giving you a Gamashia to tell you about Rabshem and Shita. Now, you could answer that this is a deep, separate subject, but as we know when you learn any Sugi, Eli, Eli, Divlikim, Chaim, and you have Rav Shimon, you have the Abana. They're both right. How do we paskin? In the Olam Asiya, we got a paskin. But what's wrong with having a Gamashia Remez to Shittas Rav Shimon? Okay, wouldn't be such a Kasha. Shimon, 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 why not? We pass life, we don't pass life. But it happens to be, the reason I'm showing this Balaturim is that, based on what I just said, maybe he's not saying we pass like him, but it could be, we do pass like him, even though he's a Das Yachid, Obviously, those of us don't hold his advice yet. So, we will uh, discuss that. But first, we have to see the mission of the Gemara. Take a look at your main copy. Makas Chof Aleph Amanalf. This we have to know well. Mishnah. So, this is the one Mishnah and short Gemara on the Esadarese of tattooing. Kesev Ksev is Kaka. Kasev Kaka. And Kakev Kasav. If you do one out of two, so I saw somebody was just motioning in the back, that stamp they used to give at various events and venues. Somebody told me that they don't do that anymore. They use these, I don't know, electric x-ray, the things they use when you check out at the supermarket. They still do it in the old-fashioned ones? They said they have more sophisticated ones where it's invisible, and they just sort of like hit you with that gun. They have, they have, so have that also. What? So they make ultraviolet, so you don't see it, but they shine a light. And, then and that's a big nafkamina, because if it's, you're talking about the ultraviolet, you're talking about the old-fashioned. The old-fashioned. Yeah, okay. So the, what I heard is the new-fashioned new ones, you must be still going to the colonial village or something like that. But the, <laughs> I don't know if they stamped you there at all. It uh, makes a good Chalmai trip. You can go through old Lama Tess Malachas there. I always take my kids there when I can. They... Sometimes I mentioned that we've been there already. I said, I can't finish Lama Tess yet. But you got to know what you can get away with. But you can actually see there. They, that's why they have the whole thing, I assume. No? That's the, all the people from the 1800s and how to make butter and how to make bread. And, you know, that's why. <coughs> Does it still exist, that place? It's near here, no? Well, yeah. Isn't that, that means you guys haven't gone there to Chalamite recently. We should make a, put it on a class trip list. No, it's the only one we didn't ask, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think After the skate shooting, we told them to go to Colonial Village, no? No, you can't uh, go to the Amish place. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you. No, they're not Amish. No, they're just dressed up like regular colonial revolutionaries or Tories. I don't know which side they were on, but yeah, they're regular, uh, uh, regular from the Free Degaderes. Yeah, that wasn't. Uh, we wouldn't Khalila, We wouldn't go. That wouldn't. Uh, it's only what you were talking about. Okay. So, um, now we actually mounted most Cholomite trips, but uh, yeah, the Amish were, uh, were an issue. So, Lamaisa, if, um, if you have a situation where you're going to one of these things, would it make an afkamina if they're putting something on that they can read, but you can't see if it were indelible? I assume you wash it off or it's not there. It is there. The face of it. Okay. So, if you put something very strong, but you don't cut your skin, what have you been over? So the answer is it is a Durabono, and that's the point of this mission. It's not an Isidoresa unless you do both. 
That's the first line of this Mishnah. You have to do both. The order is going to be the question. Kosov lakaka, kaka lakosov, and achayv ashirtov, kakea, bidiyoy, the girsa is. That's a strong ink. Chol, doesn't make sense what the color is. Black, blue. Chol dover shurashem, whatever sticks. So the ink has to be something that can stand the test of time. And it has to be deep, deep enough that it's going to stand the test of time. Rab Shimon ben Yudim Mishim Rab Shimon Aimer. This is Rab Shimon we just mentioned. Ein Achayv Ashiyichtov Sham Es Hashem. For the Mishnah, it's not apparent, Avi, what shame we're talking about. Shame Hashem, Hashem of Elazar. I think Moshe asked right away to clarify. Shemar, Save his kaker la sitne bachem ani Hashem. So Yaakov, there's your ani Hashem, and he's medayik ani Hashem. The question is, what's the diik? So first, take a look at the Rivon in where Rashi is. Rashi here is the Rivon. Save his kaka. Notice how he says, goes out of his way to say, First, you write on your hand or any part of the body, it doesn't make a difference. And when the ink is there, you take the knife and you scratch it, and the ink falls in, never to come out again. doesn't make a difference. What you use, that's very important also. You can say they're using needles. Rishanim saying needles, knives, doesn't make a difference. Whatever, whatever punctures and cuts. And it goes down. Amazing they had the ideas, by the way. I'm amazed. Thousands of years ago to do this, the guy didn't get blood poisoning. They didn't go too far. They didn't stop bleeding to death. I'm pretty amazed. Maybe they did. Most people didn't survive. Or half the people didn't survive. But how popular could it have been if half the people died when they were doing it? It's pretty amazing that they had to do this. You have to go not that shallow that it's going to disappear in a little while. That might still be awesome at the bottom, but th- that's not how it was done. They want it to stay forever. And deep enough is going down, like most of the layers, but not going too deep that it just went into the system. That's uh, technologically pretty advanced for an ancient society, and they've only gotten better at it since then, but they apparently were good at it then. Yes? <coughs> what was that? The, the stamp or the invisible stamp. Well, that's, uh, it's not permanent. It wouldn't mean as the race even if it was permanent because it's not going to the skin. That's the point of the Mishnah. Now, you're asking another question. Is there an Isidra Abonim if it's not permanent? The short answer is no, but we have to discuss how permanent is permanent and how our rights are right for the Isidra Abonim. That's why, uh, that's why I skirted that issue for now. But the Mishnah's point is that even if it's going to stay there, the Yom Vod, it's still not an Isidra Abonim because you didn't, Puncture the skin, it can go in. What, what's the hector on the women's Shabbos cosmetics? Mm, that's not off topic, but um, not that great. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But it's not. The Shabbos cosmetic is supposed to be more temporary than the regular stuff, which isn't too permanent. And it certainly wouldn't be on Tuesday uh, an Isser Drabonon of anything because women can put on makeup, do put on makeup. As a matter of fact, I have. Very clear rayas from Beferishap Sukim, like 10 of them, and Megillah Zester, that if you really wanted to get dressed up, you put on makeup for a year before you went out. That's a long time. You thought you were late to the Hasna last time. Uh, a year? They used to, for this, uh, it's amazing what we're not. I mean, Esther Marker didn't want to know from it, so she did whatever they forced her to do, but a year. That the soak uh, with the uh, various oils and lotions and all the thing and the. Uh, it's a year. That's a long time. So that it didn't stick for a year. Just the body had to be treated. But 
make regular makeup, normal makeup until recently, when they started tattooing. That's going to be a big part of this topic when we get to the second half. Well, nice uh, makeup always, by definition, was temporary because it always washed away. Until very recently, when they figured, hey, why don't we just tattoo everybody with mascara and blush and lipstick? But that's a recent innovation, which has uh, a lot to do with this sugi, obviously. So, but the short answer to the Hilfah Shabbat's question is uh, you have to be a, a major Tamachacham to even use what they're offering, and uh, I think it's uh, very explosive, very dangerous. Uh, even if you agree on what they're using, which somewhat of a machlekes or a big machlekes, but even if you are using white talcum powder like the original Juba Amisha, which, uh, whatever, it's complicated, that's for sure. Veneer, okay, so Rashi, the Rivan says again, a clear order over here, that you write it, you put the ink on first, on the surface, veneer, but kol hayamim, and it gives you the French word. Very significant words. Did you ever see Rashi, the Rivon, when they're explaining a Mishnah on a lav daraisa? And then, by the way, you can't do it, and this is what you can't do. Okay, the parameters. And then he adds in the end, and that's the Xeris HaKosov. Why is the Rivon adding that? Something, there's a reason. There's no extra word in Rashi or the Rivon. But almost sounds like it's bavarning if you think it's going to depend on intent. And if you're not doing it to do it like the old-fashioned old Devar Azara, according to the Tanakama, it's not an Isser, think again. It's exactly That's one possibility. Because the words seem to be a little extra redundant and superfluous. And uh, nothing's extra redundant. So he's bavarning something. That's exactly It's got to be this way. You can say, Pashmasha is just telling you that it has to be this order and this is the way, this is the technical way it's done. But I think it's more than that. It's kachizei sakasev. This is the way you do it to be over the yisur, and this is the way to do it. And if you do it, you're over the yisur, even if you weren't trying to copy anybody. It's a possible shot. Let's continue. Es Hashem, afarish begemar the shame of us chavim kamar. So gemar will explain right away that shame here doesn't mean shame Hashem, even though that's what it sounds like. Because the quote in the diak says is kachlo titni bechem ani Hashem. Let's see the gemar. Amalei rav acha bereid the rav ravashi. So he asked the question, a few different gears, but they all amount to the same shot. Adiyichta, we'll read as a question. Adiyichtav, Ani Hashem. Mamish, do you have to write Shem Hashem? That sounds like a mission. Ksev is kakala din, Ani Hashem. So Adiyichtav is Hashem. Is that Rav Shem Ashita? Amalai loi, kidatari, bakapare, nachayim, shiitav, shem, avedizchachavim, shenamra, ksev is kakala din, machem, Ani Hashem, the dig is Ani Hashem, v'loi acher, which means don't engrave the name of an Avadazara into your body in a tattoo form. Now, you might be wondering, why is the Gemara discussing Rav Shemin at length? Uh, there are two possible answers, and they're polar opposites. First answer is, we need to know Pshat in the Mishnah, and we're not clear in the Mishnah. They're very clear when they wrote the Mishnah, but we don't know Pshat in the Mishnah is. And therefore, we want to explain, when he said, Shem Hashem, when he said Shem, he meant, Shem HaVodazar, not Shem Hashem, and his dig is, Ani Hashem V'lo'achem. Like, I don't have a shot in the Mishnah. We learn, we spent to be in first Seder and Beishama. You can spend three weeks. Nothing wrong with what happened at the Paschal again, but you still got to understand it. That's one possibility. There's another possibility, which Rishayinam seemed to bring up based on certain Afrayinam who interpreted that way, that it's unusual for the Gemara to start off, the lead-off Gemara, to explain for three lines a sheet that we absolutely don't possibly like, 
It's usually Tanakama against Rabban against Abshimin. Tadas Yachid. Why should we pass Abshimin? The message must be over here that for some reason we pass Abshimin over here, and that's why we got to know what Abshimin is. What's Mukhruch and that Mahalach that that should be such a Havamina? I'm not quite sure, but it will be a Havamina. It doesn't bother me that much because Maskana is going to be not so according to most Acharnim, but I'm just letting you know ahead of time what the choices are going to be. Anybody who says they pass like Abshemin, which might be a riff, believe it or not, might be a rush, might be this Baal term that we mentioned before. Uh, that's complex, by the way. Baal term is written by the Torah. The Torah is the son of the rush. Okay, so far so good. Uh, if you're a student of the Torah, uh, you've seen the Torah quote many Rishayim, as the Torah does. He gives you an overview of the Sugya, and then he passes the Shaira. And whenever he's quoting the Ramam, and he says, somebody argues, like the riff for his father, the next line will be, Vaviyadani Harash says, not so. Sometimes, often a pass like him, sometimes he won't, but he'll, he'll talk about it. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just want to prepare you. If we're going to claim some Rishonim, a pass like Abshemin, because the Gemara took a position and was explaining it, we should pass like Abshemin. It's very interesting because. If you want to bring a raya, oh, you see the Baal Torah Chumash says, Shem Begamashia is Shem Avadazar, must be Hosea Pasnak Abshemin. It's going to be very hard to explain because the Torah himself, as in the Halachic Torah, same person, the Baal Torah Chumash, doesn't mention that his father holds Rishon Pasnak Abshemin. And that's a bit of a problem. And, and I'm telling you that now because the, one of the first things we're going to see is the rush. And there are people who claim in the rush, the rush passes like Hashem. Just the question is, why didn't his son bring it? Especially after his son with Maramis to win a Chumash. In the Torah. Not in the Torah. He's Maramis. Yeah, he says that. Again, what, what, did, what did he say in the Torah about He didn't. That's the problem. He didn't say, my father mentions, by the way, we pass like a ship. It's a big nafkamina. Is tattooing in his derisa whatever you write? Or is it only Shem of Arzar? That's a pretty huge nafkamina for our sugya. But did he pass in any direction? Yeah, yeah. He says clearly, and so does this in Shulchanar. It's clear. We pass like the Tanakama, and whatever you write, hello, ma, whatever you write doesn't make a difference. It does not have to be Zeus or any other prevalent of Arzar. So. I said Zeus relying on the Shita of the Achonea that it was not around today. There's no Isidorais of Shem Abraham Achayim. That seems to be the Minig. Um, I should have said Balpar. It's even safer. Anything mentioned of Chumash. So, you didn't write Balpar. So, that's going to be, but when we get there, I'll show you the tour. It seems not to be even contemplating that such a Shita exists. But again, the date's going to be normally Tanakama Rabshim. You possibly Tanakama. It's whatever you write. We didn't discuss. Writing, uh, what language? Seems to be any language. Pictures? Pictures, is that writing? Save us, that's your writing. So we're going to have, for, as I said, this sugya packs quite a punch because within each shita, there's going to be many rise back and forth on is it ksiva? Does that mean lettering? So we just, I, I was marmous to this two weeks ago when we discussed this in the shir. So does that mean like Shabbos, you need two ideas? One ice, a picture? Now, it might sound counterintuitive to you, their sheets as a whole. You got to write that maybe two ICs, maybe one ice. A picture is not an ISA de Reza. I'm talking about a tattoo. Most people tattooing are tattooing pictures. That seems to have been the meaning. And sometimes they have a message on the bottom, sometimes not. And yet, they're going to be shittas that hold, no, no, you need writing, and there's a machlaik, it's Shem Hashem, Shem Avodazara. Nobody says Shem Hashem Maskana. Whatever you want to write, whatever message, or Shem Avodazara. Doesn't talk about pictures, yes or not. We don't know, but we're going to have to figure it out because that's going to be a pretty big enough community. 
So, that's the first discussion. Now we clarify Shem Yisab Shemin. We have yet to see whether we possibly like it or not. Next step. Skip down four lines. Actually, it's 921 already. So, the next Shaila in the Gemara is if you have a wound, and you put some iodine. Purple? What was iodine? Brown, Brown, purple? Used to, be per, used to be something more exotic. Yellow, what? Yeah? Okay. Yellow, oh, uh, under, under that light, it shows up. Yeah, okay. Whatever it is. You're putting something on the wound, and now it like, seeps in because it was an open wound there. No, nothing major. Like, the Gemara is going to have a discussion, which is very Nogea. Is that okay if you're putting something in, and now you have this permanent thing underneath, at least it healed. Baruch Hashem, and this wouldn't come up today because I, there are probably better ways to do it, like stitching very quickly, whatever it is. But this came up down the Gemara, and there's going to be some sort of possible iser to some sheetas of even looking like you have a tattoo, even though you're not trying to tattoo. That's going to be next week. There's no shir tomorrow night, because there will be shir, Mr. Hashem, Sunday and Monday all next week. You're invited to find out. Please stay away from the machines until then. Um, my, my, son, so we'll, my son just told me, don't tattoo the shape of what is already a tattoo.